0: V is for vulnerability.
1: Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger.
0: And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, And build better relationships
1: and together we are rekindling relationships we work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper
0: connections welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving healthy and strong connection
1: hi everyone and welcome to our podcast today today we're going to talk about vulnerability why do we need to be vulnerable why is it important and how do we be vulnerable in a relationship?
0: Yeah, it's a really hard thing sometimes to be vulnerable, especially if it's not something we used to or we grew up with. That opportunity to really bear our souls to each other and feel like you're safe, that you're gonna be okay.
1: And there is a stigma that being vulnerable is a it shows a sign of weakness.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that is probably our societal view of vulnerability. Which is a bit sad really because we know that when we are vulnerable together when we can really allow ourselves to say what we need to say and talk about the things which are really hard we actually get to deal with them and process them and move forward we're not sort of stuck in that space of "I don't want to say that thing because you know i could get hurt or they could get hurt or
1: it helps your relationship go deeper
0: so how do you be vulnerable in the space
1: it's not easy it's not an easy thing to do I think that the more you trust the space and the safer you feel and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Personally, I think that taking time out, obviously, to have time together to discuss those deeper things is very important.
0: So what do you need to be able to be vulnerable in the space?
1: Well, I think kind of like I was mentioning briefly before, you need to feel safe in the space to be able to open up and be vulnerable so feeling safe in the space is your partner being able to hold the space without getting upset at you being vulnerable
0: so you knowing that you can say something and they're not going to all of a sudden get anxious about it or get upset or or overreact overreact or try and stop you from feeling your experience you're trying to express your vulnerability and being vulnerable by really expressing how you're feeling in that moment. Yeah. And you want your partner to be able to sit there and just take it and listen to it and allow you to be that rather than feel like they have to suddenly jump in to fix it or they have to feel hurt by it or it's a personal attack or anything like that.
1: That's right, yeah. What about you? What do you need to feel safe?
0: One thing I find in men's circles is The opportunity to be vulnerable amongst men is quite a unique experience for men. We definitely do not grow up in school feeling that it is okay to show vulnerability because vulnerability is a weakness and then you feel unsafe.
1: Yeah, that's not the norm, is
0: it? Not the norm at all. One of the most beautiful things for me as I've got older and stepped into men's work is stepping into a space where I'm able to be vulnerable in front of other men and it's okay. I can express how I feel and no one there is going to tell me that I'm wrong or try and fix it for me. They're just going to let me feel that. And that has actually trained me to become more vulnerable, be able to express more vulnerability with you. I'm able to do that better because I've had a bit of practice with it. Yeah, beautiful. Starting off actually being vulnerable with your partner, I reckon can be hard you know, I'm just going to speak as a man it can be hard for men because we're supposed to have our shit together we're supposed to be yep we got it no problems at all and showing vulnerability showing what we think is a weakness can you know for your partners some partners might be like oh this is beautiful I've been so- wanting you to open up I think most women want that but I think maybe partners might be a little bit Ooh, oh I'm not ready for this I'm not, I'm not used to this So it might have to happen slowly Mm. to be able to express that. There needs to be a conversation beforehand. It needs to be like, right, I've got this thing I want to talk to you about. I'm feeling uncomfortable about it because it's not the way I normally am. But what I really want is for you to be able to sit there and listen to me and hear me but not get upset by it. Don't take this on board. Don't think I'm trying to attack you. I want you just to listen. And that's one of the things we have in men's circles when we we have a talking stick or something to hold on to as we pass around so it shows that one man is speaking everyone else is listening mm. and that's really important for me. I think I feel safe in a space talking to you because I know that you won't go on the offensive or the defensive you'll actually sit and listen and when that doesn't happen, when I say something to you and you don't listen. I'll tell you, I'll say, hey, I actually need yeah, you, you to do. listen right now. <laughs> stop, stop trying to tell me you what pull I feel. me up on that, yeah. which
1: is really important. I think that point there, I think we naturally want to fix and that's not what people always want to hear back. They just want to be heard and that's a really important point, I think, isn't it? And making that clear beforehand, saying, I actually don't want you to fix this, I just want you to hear me out is yep. really important. Setting those intentions yeah, so then the other person knows cuz the other person might be actually mean well trying to fix it. Yeah,
0: oh they cuz cuz you know yeah. when we love our partners and we don't want them to feel that way when someone expresses a vulnerability to us it's generally this is something which is happening inside their heart and it's hard to share that stuff. Mm. And if we all of a sudden come out of the blue and start talking about it naturally the other person is not going to know what to do with that. Mm. What am I supposed to do with that? I think, and you know, we're speaking very hetero here in the sense that, you know, that male female, I think it works for anyone, Mm. any relationship, even friendships. If you can turn around to a friend and say, hey, I really got something going on inside me. I really want to tell you, but I need you just to listen. You do not have to fix it. I love hearing that as a man. When someone says, you don't have to fix this, just listen. Then I get out of my head. I'm not in my problem solving mind. I'm not like, oh, okay, this is happening. Right. You need to do this and this and this and this. Instead, I'm sort of probably dropping back more to my heart and being like, oh, wow, this person actually wants to share something with me, which is important, so I'll just sit and I'll listen. Mm. But it's really important. If someone's being vulnerable with you, you need to be present. Mm. You can't be off thinking about your own stuff. You can't be on your phone. You can't be distracted. You have to actually show up because that's how that person showing their vulnerability has an opportunity to heal whatever wounds those comes from. As well as feel safe.
1: And it's very freeing for the person, as hard as it is at, in the moment to be vulnerable, it is very freeing for them to be able to speak their truth and get it off their chest. You know, there might not be a problem solved, whatever it no, is. I don't know. What, have to pro- you know doesn't it doesn't have to solve but we it. don't have to. Yeah, that's not the point, is yeah. it? The point is about holding space, letting the person speak their truth and letting them feel safe about doing that.
0: And there's such strength in vulnerability. I really feel that when you have the opportunity to be held emotionally by your partner when you are vulnerable, that actually builds trust in the relationships and connection. It also makes you feel stronger inside because you realize that, you know, the emotions you're feeling or what's coming up for you, it's not weird. It's not unnatural. It's a normal thing. The other person will get it. Mm. In that sharing, there is a, a sense of, ...humanity and connection. Mm. I really see that with men's circles. It's quite beautiful. A group of men sitting around... ...sharing stuff which they might not have talked to anyone about... Mm. ...but in that sharing... ...other men are listening going... And holding space. And holding space. Other men are listening going like... ...wow, I actually know exactly how you feel. I know how that feels. I'm not alone in feeling that... ...because other people feel that... ...and we don't realise it sometimes... ...that what goes on in our heads... ...and in our hearts is a natural human condition. We all feel the same.
1: That's a beautiful thing, the men's circles. The other thing I was going to ask you is sometimes when the person's being vulnerable and they are actually upset, like they're crying, does the other person want to be held or hugged or do they just want to sit in it and you observe them? That sometimes I find tricky to read and that's why sometimes I think I'll ask you, like, can I give you a hug after a little while because I don't want to take away from you being in the moment of being vulnerable and feel like I'm trying to heal it, you know. Mm. So sometimes I find that tricky as to whether people need comfort. It's asking the person, what would your opinion be on that? And obviously it's very different in men's circles because you let you just observe, don't you? You just like let them sit in it. Mm. And that's and one of our guidelines. don't say a word. Yeah, and yeah, that's one of your guidelines. But it could be quite different in a, a relationship with your partner. So what would your advice be on that?
0: I think you're right we do want different things like if we have a conversation the two of us probably more like actually need a hug right now I need to be held if I'm talking about something I don't want to be hugged I actually just want to get it out when I get hugged all of a sudden it's like I'm being nurtured and I don't want to be nurtured in Mm. that space maybe later on Mm. but not in that moment that is actually understanding yourself a bit better and knowing what you want and being able to speak that as well in saying, Hey, I want to express something to you and it's pretty emotional, but right now I don't wanna be I don't wanna be hugged or touched. I just wanna be heard and maybe later on. And that's it. And I think that's asking and that's something which we do with each other and we say, What do you need right now? Mm. If you need a hug, you say, oh, I actually need a hug. If I say, Oh, I need some space, then that's what I need. And it's being okay with that. Yeah
1: yeah just communicating it
0: the guidelines we use in men's circles very much of the mind frame that a man in that circle is going through a process and they're really they're talking about something which is really deep and really emotional and hard then if we step in you know pat them on the back or try and hold them or do something that will stop their processing then that's about us we're not actually making it about them we're we're feeling uncomfortable watching a man be like that so we want to step in and do something about it we're like problem solving it rather than let that man go through what he needs to go through let him move through that thing because he might never have had the chance to actually speak of that ever and this is a moment where you get to witness and hold a space hold a space where that man knows that he is being heard and he's not being judged and that's huge yeah and I think even in a relationship sense that if men knew that they could talk about what was going on deep within them and the person listening to them or this anyone let's not say men someone knew that the person listening to them was just going to listen not judge not try and fix it just be there to hear them then we might be more likely to be vulnerable, to actually feel like we can do that.
1: I think that was a really good point about being okay with the other person being emotional and crying. And sometimes as a society in general, we're quite uncomfortable with men crying. We see women cry and we're like, oh. <laughs> you know, we can be a bit emotional. <laughs> but men, it's harder to see. And so I think you have to be comfortable with observing someone be emotional and be okay with emotion, which is not generally what we've been raised to.
0: No, we haven't been socialised like that at all. Mm. And I think, you know, something you mentioned to me before, even with young boys, how we're less likely to be hugging them as they get a bit older. Mm. It seems like about grade four, grade five, we adopt more of a hand's off approach and we do less of the the cuddling and nurturing which I do think they still need we have this idea that oh no you know they're becoming boys now they don't want it normally around grade four grade five in primary schools that's when a lot of the behaviors start happening when boys start there's a whole lot of things going on for them and I don't know if it's connected but I do know from working in schools for nearly 20 years that it is a a problem for boys Mm. maybe there is that need for boys to actually learn how to be vulnerable with each other
1: yeah it's interesting because i tend to think i've become quite okay obviously with seeing people be emotional and letting them be emotional and sitting in whatever emotion that is but the other day my 13 year old boy cried and i haven't seen him cry for ages and I was actually a little bit uncomfortable. I wasn't uncomfortable. I was like a bit pained by it. I was like, "Oh my god." Whereas, like, our thirteen-year-old oh, girl cries all the time. weekly, <laughs> you know. So that and I don't.
0: We're so used to her that crying. That doesn't, you know,
1: that doesn't really affect me like that. But seeing, you know, our boy do it, I mm. was like, "Oh," I was a little bit taken back.
0: Yeah. Mm. If we see a man crying, probably don't know what to do with that mm. as a society. Isn't that a shame?
1: It's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame because it's an emotion and we all need to be okay. We all have the same emotions. And we need to be able to express them. Yeah, otherwise that causes so many problems suppressing them.
0: There's interesting research done about the man box, and the man box is the box that men socialise to put themselves into, which stops them from actually showing emotions other than anger mm. or you know the the they're allowed to show the masculine emotions of anger but not the, the tough not, ones the tough ones rather than what they might we might see as the feminine emotions of sadness and vulnerability mm. and because they sit in that space and it, it, it means that they were really locked into one way of doing things and that actually creates future difficulties for those boys in expressing themselves as men
1: and a lot of mental health problems and things yeah, yeah. Okay, so this week as a bit of homework for everybody. Oh, we love homework. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to spend half an hour and really take that time out to sit with your partner and speak your truth. There's always something there that needs
0: to be aired. In that airing is the setting up beforehand and saying, hey, we're going to sit down for half an hour and I need to talk about, just want to get some stuff off my chest, I'd love for you to do it as well what I would need is for you just to listen, not get upset. I might want you to hold my hand while I talk to you, or I might want space or whatever is right for you. Think about what you need before you have that conversation and set it up so that you're really setting the conversation up for success.
1: And holding space is intently listening, not talking. So let them talk. Don't try and fix
0: <laughs> yeah so that means that you actually when you're present in a conversation you're not thinking about what that person's saying and trying to work out what you're going to say you're all you're doing is sitting there and giving them all your attention and there is a real beauty in being able to do that and the people can notice when you are when you're really present with them
1: yeah beautiful so we want you to work on that this week
0: so thanks very much for listening hope you join us again next time for w is for withdrawal Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.